Yeah. So we left off. We were like in that pizza ice cream parlor. Right. And Thermite was like, I feel bad. I need to lie down. And then the case was revealed to us or something. Um, The situation. Yeah. So basically they, uh, um, this version's Quint uh, sat you all down and explained that they're ghost hunters, but it's not quite the same as like the ghosts that, uh, that Espanto sees. Um, but they have a system where their Espanto detects them, their phantom tracks them down. Um, their, uh, Cypress traps them and then their Quint and Espanto, uh, kick the crap out of them. Um, and where we ended off, um, we had a uh, Spectre PI, their Phantom Other Self, um, narrating aloud that uh, another important visitor was coming to the door. Um, and we kind of cliffhangered there. So, picking up where we left off. Um, so when, when Spectre PI says this, how do people react? I think Quint is just waiting patiently to see who knocks at the door. Yeah, I guess same. I mean, does uh, did uh, Spectre seem like totally calm about this? Uh, Spectre seems flippant about basically everything. Okay, hard to read. Okay. Yeah, um, they have been walking around with a candy cigarette in their mouth this whole time, and they also took a like ten fifteen minute super power nap over to mm. the side for most of I like, love them. A, a chunk of the last episode. They're great. They're living the best life of any of us. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, so if none of you are going to uh, uh, act, then I think uh, Cypress will roll his eyes and walk over to the door and slide over the little, like, eye slot. Um, you can see him kind of, like, stiffen up a little and his eyes widen, and he, like, very slowly pulls it closed again. Uh, uh, walk measuring his footsteps to like not make it as much uh, to make as little sound as possible. He walks over to your table and leans down so he doesn't have to like speak. He can like whisper to everyone. He's like, "All right, just stay quiet. We have a ghost right outside. We're just gonna let it pass by." Why would we do that? Normally, we'd take care of it, but what's different this time? We're basically on a constant red alert. Right now, because of what Miedo is feeling, something huge coming. And if it is the magnitude that she says it is, which she's never been wrong before, uh, then we can't afford to waste our energy on anything else until it gets here. Well, on the bright side, you've got a couple uh, new recruits at the moment. Let's go see what this ghost looks like. And Quint is not making any sort of effort to be quiet. He's talking at normal oh volume. <laughs> Are you really going to repeat what happened in the the what happened in the steampunk dimension? Or just maybe you should just we should just stay put. This seems like the most expedient way to see what's going on. I kind of want to see the ghost. I cross my arms and stay seated. Defanto looks so <laughs> um, feeling bad. Cypress looks thoughtful for a moment. Then looks at you all and says, well, 
it wouldn't be the worst time for a crash course in ghost hunting. And I'm not one to believe in fate particularly, but it would be remiss of us to not utilize the talent that we have available to us while we have it. But it's up to you. Uh, Spento shrugs and like, sure, ghosts, let's do it. Okay. And I charge my burn. I think I am so in my emotions already that I not, my body language does not change. I just sit there and uh, magic flares across my skin. And let's see what I roll. Full hit, 13. I hold three. I don't mark any more conditions. Um, Excellent. That's good. Uh, Cypress sees you flare up, looks at you, and like nods like, oh, nice. <laughs> hey, that's a, you're pretty good at that. He doesn't like think- say anything, but that's like the vibe. That's the look. I, I think my expression softens what I notice him looking, but uh, I uncross my arms and, and stand up. Ready yeah, to, I, think I just no. switched to Spanta mode. Like, okay, time to become purple and ghostly myself. Uh, Cypress goes and walks over to the door again. Uh, finger to his lips and very softly says, alright, we're gonna get out there. I'm going to count to three on my fingers, and then I'm going to uh, tear it open and see what you can do. You seem capable. I'll shout pointers if I think you need it. Let's do this. I'm so excited. Um, As he's getting ready to open the door, you see uh, Sarah coming up from the other side of the uh, ice cream parlor, and uh, uh, Quint Harmony walks over and just puts out a hand in front of her. Uh, And Basically, immediately after that, Cypress uh, throws open the door and steps out into the rain. Yeah, I'm walking towards the door to leave. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be in the front or anything. Okay, who is in the front? Who's who's guess, heading out there first? I guess I am, since I can make myself... Things can pass through me, so yeah, I guess I'm in the front. Okay. So, as you walk out there, you're the first to see this. Um... So the door here is in like a little bit of an alleyway. It's not super tight, but it's like an off, it's off the street. Um, And there's no awning or anything overhead. The rain is pounding down directly into this, uh, uh, into this alley. And you notice a sort of silhouette in the rain, like as, as if there was like an invisible person standing there, like the water is hitting something that is forming the silhouette of a person, but you don't see anything there. Um, and to you in particular, Espanto, it kind of uh, like hits your ghost sense, mm. but the rest of you can see like the rain outline too. Mm. Uh, Cyprus points at it, holds up his hand, and counts down three two, one, and points. Uh, I, yeah? If you want to do something, yeah. Oh, no, I said, what do we do? Oh, so, I was just going to go for it. I was going to yeah. hit uh, Game Face. Uh, All right. Plus uh, Market Condition, take plus one on going to all rolls to take down this ghost. Hell yeah. Uh, I will mark... Uh, Oh, apparently I'm guilty and insecure. I didn't know that. Uh, I will mark and mm, yeah, angry. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so, uh, and I, and you're like running into hit, right? Yeah, 
Okay. I'm gonna try to like knock it down and, and like hold it down. It's like I can kind of sense it. Maybe I can just like hold it against the ground. Um, doing an yeah. arm bar on a ghost. Absolutely. So I'm gonna have you directly engage a threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that sounds yeah. good. Uh, it's gonna be danger plus one. That's an eight. All no, right. it's not me. That's an eight. <laughs> I was looking up to Eric's other role. But yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So um, as you run in, mm-hmm. um, Cypress does this like um like his hand glows with that same kind of like mm-hmm. white light and uh he makes a motion like he's uh like slashing something with like like a karate chop kind of slash and this tear appears over the silhouette before you reach it mm-hmm. um and coming out of it is this like vaguely humanoid glowing figure um and you reach it, and uh, he, he, he's torn a, a hole into that uh, realm, and you are now totally free to tackle it. Um, what are you picking for your option? Hmm. I think I'm going to stick to take something from them and their movement and try to pin it down. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, you especially are super well-equipped to do this. Um, so uh you yeah, so you, you tackle it well enough. Um how do you wanna wanna uh have it pinned? Uh I think I don't know what's the front or the back, so just whichever part I grab, I grab an, an arm and I kinda see which or like a thing on the side, I don't know if it has arms, uh, a thing on the side and try to see which way it has the least resistance and then turn it the way there's more resistance. And then push them down. Okay. So basically, so I can be in their back. Yeah. Um, so when you hit it, it doesn't take like you've mm-hmm. <laughs> you've pinned dozens, yeah, I can if pick not more down. people. Uh, you know pretty well how it works. Uh, this seems to function pretty much the same as a person uh, um, who was initially facing away from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you know it's no big deal for you to do this. Um, you uh, pin it to the ground, and um, the thing about this glowing figure that is relatively new is that, unlike everything else in this dimension, except your, except everybody's various powers, um, this is bright, vivid, actual red. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else has been monochrome, except the little, you know, uh, Junie's powers and Quint's weapons, and uh, you're still purple. Um, and all of their powers have been like monochrome but glowing. This is fully red. Uh, it's so red that it makes you remember that everything else is monochrome. Huh. Uh, it's not like eye burning or anything. Like it's not blinding. Um, it's just extremely vivid. But yeah, you uh, you pin it well enough. Um, but you uh, did not choose to uh, resist or avoid their blows. Let me see. Uh, what conditions do you have marked again? Uh, I have three conditions. I have uh, angry, guilty, and insecure, but I'm totally okay taking a blow here because I also have I am not my body. 
Okay. Which makes me roll with two fewer conditions. Yeah. So um, as uh, as you pin it and uh, you like, it almost feels like you're like completing a circuit or something because a ton of energy just like bursts through you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have you take a powerful blow. Oh uh, yeah. So that's going to be uh, 2d6 plus one. Uh, do I have a con- well, no, because that wouldn't be. The conditions would be three. Uh, so I'm just gonna roll it as danger because my danger. Oh no, yeah, my danger is one. So eight. Okay. So my options are lash out Beverly or provoke someone, right? Uh, that yeah, that's one of your options. And um, then uh, yeah, take two additional conditions, which I will not. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Wait, you rolled, this is a powerful blow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have how many conditions? Three, but I have, I am not my body, so right. I roll minus two. Sounds good. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I just rolled danger, because it's the same. Yeah, same number of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, lash out verbally, give ground, or struggle past the pain. Mm. Read me lash out verbally again. Uh, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, mm-hmm. or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I think, uh, Santa's gonna yell at Phantom and be like, come on, genius, don't you have, like, a gadget for this? Just throw something at it. And I'm yeah. provoking you to throw something at us. I'm <laughs> sure that will go great. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. hmm Do you actually have to roll to provoke? Uh, I can. Um, I... I never know with that move. Yeah. I okay, I generally don't think so. Okay. I usually run it as you don't have to roll because otherwise it's kind of there's a chance of nothing happening mm-hmm. and that's boring. weird chain yeah. of events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cascading. Yeah. I'll use always prepare to pull out a gadget. Um I'm like, well, you know, I always thought maybe I went into something weird and maybe this will like catch it. I I can't believe my mind went to like Danny Phantom and like the thermos. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you throwing a Pokeball? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, Phantom, if you had a Pokeball this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a new thing. They made it recently. <laughs> yeah. It's a great ball, thank you very much. <laughs> I think it's like something like like a cube that like expands it to like capture like ghosts. Maybe not made for ghosts, but like kind of like essence or do you know what I mean? Things that can go intangible. Yeah. So um You're because- like, I have this new friend, Espanto, and I'm gonna make this thing that makes it really hard for people who are with their powers to get out of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I kinda wanna see a flashback where you're practicing this this thing on Espanto. Oof. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> when great. They kind of make sure it uh, works, right? <laughs> uh, we do have team. So, uh, for listeners, uh, Phantom rolled a six on always prepared. Yes. I'm not we always have prepared. Team. Yeah. Um, I just capture a sponsor because I practiced on. Oh, her. yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Please. Yes. Unless somebody's using team. <laughs> I'm not going to use I, team. No. Right now. No one dare use team. <laughs> I want Spanta to hold this over Phantom. Oh, no! <laughs> yes. Yes. So what does it look like? 
<laughs> I think like this like little cube like Phantom like throws it and like as it hits uh Spanto and the ghost it like expands out and then like it's supposed to like contract back in to like kind of mm-hmm. contain it. But uh the ghost seems to probably just like slip free as Espanto is now trapped inside. This like can- purple this like ble- blue yeah. cube. Can I can I add something and you totally yes. say no? What if after it traps me in the cube, it kind of goes back to you and it's like attaches itself to your shoulder. So now you have a tiny trapped Espanto on your shoulder. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes, really I love funny. It. I love that oh, so much. Okay, this is not. Mm, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. That wasn't. That's not what I intended to do. I was trying to get the ghost. Uh huh. You just wanted to get me off for yourself, huh? No. We're in the middle of a mission, Phantom. Please, we need to be professional. I, you need to put your feelings for me away. I, I do not have feelings for you. Well, that's just rude. It's no offense. Offense taken, says the tiniest bundle. <laughs> uh, Cypress is standing behind you both with his arms crossed. <laughs> what, now, what are we... Uh, you you told us what we were supposed to do with them last episode, but I don't remember. We are just, like, capturing it? We are... Um, or we're killing it? Question mark? I, I believe um, they used the word dispel. Uh... And if they didn't, then they should have. Okay, well, um, I... Okay. Uh, uh, the, but the goal is basically um, brute force it until it disperses, and then seal up the tear. Okay, well, I think as it gets away from Phantom's Trap, I'm going to hold it with Snatch. Um, okay. And so you can see that my arm goes out, and I'm like... It's not like a claw hand, but you know, like I'm like like I'm grasping a ball in my hand, um, reaching out, and it is. Uh, you can see my magic sparkles circling this thing as I'm holding it because I am spending one burn to use my powers to seize any one object up to the size of a person from someone within view. Um, if you would allow me to use it this way, I or would, I can I try. Okay, yeah. So um, I'm I'm spending one of my hold on that. Uh, I'm allowing it because this is what Cypress does. Yeah. This is the same thing. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, you reach out, you hold it fast with uh, one of your burn. Um, It is kind of standing there. Um, It looks to be like uh, um, not like like wriggling a bit, trying to like move away, but you have it like tight. Yeah, I think I'm holding it around like, you know, it's, it's shaped like a person around like the torso. Um, that's where you can see the concentration of my magic sparkles on it. Mm-hmm. I think I look over at Quint. Uh, so this whole time Quint has been just kind of watching with his hands in his pockets, uh, mostly just observing. Uh, he, he sees the whole thing with Phantom and Espanto and, uh, kind of just shakes his head and goes, uh, I, I, you know, I never really thought of Espanto as a Pokemon, but, you know, I could kind of see it. Uh, but don't worry, you're probably a legendary. Well, that's sweet of you. At least someone cares. Looks at Phantom. It's not that I don't care about you. You're a good friend. It's just I Uh don't have any romantic feelings. (laughs) Good friend, you have trapped in a cube. I will get you free. Uh huh. Sure, you will. That's what they all say. Uh, But Quint is gonna go walk up to the this trap ghost and sort of just look them over. 
am I getting any sort of like emotional reading off of this thing? No, I, I don't think you are. Okay. Um, you're not. You're not getting getting uh, much from it. There is um, just like I, I will say for you for your emotional reading, there is just kind of a gloomy air in this whole dimension, just like a low level like, hey, things are kind of sucky here. But so that's it's like, not just me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Quint is just going to kind of talk at this thing for a little bit and just go like. What are you? You don't really look familiar. I'm doesn't feel like you're really supposed to be part of this dimension. Maybe you're another traveler stuck. Like Cat's brother was like that for a little bit, if I remember right. The the halfway in between. Uh, but you're here enough that we can touch you. And uh, Quint is going to go and kind of just reach towards it and see what he feels. Um. It is, as, as you reach out, uh, there's kind of a moment where there's, like, sparks jumping between, like, its shoulder and your hand. It, like, stings, but it doesn't, like, it's not super painful. Um, then the next thing I'm going to try to do is just a little psychic knife and do a little psychic stabbing. Just just a little stab. <laughs> See what happens. Um, so because it's pinned... You know, it, it's it's held back. Um, I think you can pretty much do this for free. Um, you know, like, there's not much really it can do to you as it is. Um, yeah, and if you uh, manifest this knife and give it a couple good, couple good stabs, um, it desolidifies. And, uh, yeah, it, it scatters out in this, like, burst of red light. And these particles fly all over uh, the alley that you're in um, for a moment sticking on the walls and the floor and you guys before slowly fading out and swirling back towards the initial tear point. <gasps> so is that supposed to happen? Cypress nods. That's so cool. Um, Cypress walks over to the uh, tear point and looks at Junie and I, I walk over to him, I guess. Yeah. And he says, if our uh, abilities are similar, you might be able to do this too. Um, and he reaches up to the, um, the tear, which is kind of like still loosely hanging there. This like crack in the middle of the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and starts just pushing out what to you seems to be pretty much just like raw energy, like raw magic, not particularly focused, but just d- putting it directly on. And uh, there is, uh, uh, for a moment, his brand of sort of like white, glowy magic forms over the the tear, kind of like uh, um, completely encasing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with another gesture, he, uh, it, he just like flicks his hand out and it just disappears. Mm. Yeah. I, deep, oh, good. I'm just saying I'm watching very carefully. Yeah. Um, takes a deep breath, uh, adjusts his glasses, uh, and looks around at the rest of you and says, that was enlightening. Let's head back inside and talk about it. Yeah. 
And, and I'll set Espanto free. I'm sure we Specs will probably be able to figure that out. Please, that one is cuter and nicer. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It hurts, doesn't it? She says, pressing her face against the, the little. I imagine it's basically like a little glass cube. Like, yeah. Mm. I, I think Quint does kind of poke at the the glass like an aquarium. Hey, don't don't do that. Don't. That's rude. That yeah. is definitely new. Poke, poke, poke. Quint, stop it. <laughs> I swat his hand. Leave his sponge alone. Uh, when you all walk back in, you catch Specs at the tail end of another monologue. Um, and all you really hear is like, just a quick, and the triumphant heroes returned. <laughs> but it's very clear based on the expression on uh, uh, Sarah and Quint Harmony and Miedo's face that they had been going for a bit. Specs, how's my favorite you doing? Uh, they look over, give you a little uh, hat tip. See, that's classy. Why don't you wear a hat? Looks at Phantom. I have a hood. That's Isn't not. A, that's not a hat. I don't need a hat, right? Uh huh. I look that's at what people without hats say. I look at someone else in the room. I don't need a hat, right? You don't think that would improve me? None of the other cells seem willing to make that kind of value judgment about you yet. <laughs> I'm not looking in your direction. (laughs) Quint? (laughs) The silence is deafening. I mean, we could get you a cute hat if you want one. Maybe. Sorry for the (laughs) The beats. The fan sound. (laughs) It's very very funny because it sounds like that it's in my apartment and then a smoke alarm is coming off. (laughs) Can we cut that out and put it over when the cube is capturing a sponto? (laughs) <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I set the cube down in front of Specs. Help me free her. Uh, Specs kind of like crouches, like not crouches down, but like hands on hips, leans forward to look down at the cube and says uh, to Esfanto, well, either my depth perception isn't what it used to be or you've got a whole lot smaller since the last time I saw you. See, this one's funny. I'm funny. So, uh, which one is it then? Because oh no, <laughs> Phantom trapped me in this cube when I asked for help. It was an accident. Uh-huh. Oh, thank, thank the heavens! I just updated my prescription. Didn't want to do that okay. again. No, you you're seeing me as I am, small, I guess. This is certainly a bit of a pickle, uh-huh. isn't it? It is, certainly. Yeah, I guess Phantom's trying to, you know, catch them all. Well, I guess you have to Phantom start somewhere. Phantom wants to be the very best. Like, no one ever was. This is Pokemon, right? That you're referencing? <sighs> uh, I... Look at Specs, please tell me you know Pokemon. What, like the radio show? Yes, the the Pokemon radio show. Also, you need to show me that, like, immediately. Well, it's not on right now. I think it's right something now. you listen to. They're they're taking a I, break. I know what a radio show is, Phantom. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. Um... Yes, please leave me here with the very capable, handsome, and cute specs, and do your thing. Phantom's gonna go and just sulk somewhere else. <laughs> Wait, Phantom, you can't open the device up. I mean, I can, but it doesn't seem like Expanto wants me to do it. 
Okay, I just thought you were messing with something you didn't understand. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> Damn. That's tough. <laughs> that, that sounds like that should be something. Do you do you wanna like um, mark a condition? Is that, a label shift? is that mark yeah, is that forcing Phantom to mark a condition? Is that what yeah. it is? Um, Am I yeah. giving up my influence? Is that what that is? Uh, are you purposefully trying to be mean? Um I mean I I guess like not purposely, but consequently yes like I mean, it could just be a label shift have angry superior marked? down uh, i do not have angry marked uh, well, i don't I spelling, yeah i don't well, have angry marked heard someone <laughs> yeah that I would don't. that would clear angry right quick yeah and that's not one of the ones i have though um, um yeah uh i mean I, i'll leave it up to you like uh, a label shift could be good here uh burning yeah i think a label shift condition. it's like what i'm like i'm like phantom should be more thoughtful before they do these really drastic things is like what I'm what I am thinking of, but also it comes across as mean, but I think it's emotional, more of a powerful blow. I mean it, it does it how much does it well here we go. How much does it hurt Phantom's feelings? Yeah. It hurts Phantom's feelings a lot. But like the only two people in this room know exact like they everyone else here is like, oh Phantom's messing with something they shouldn't like. This is like a normal thing. But the the Phantom like this is mystic being like, you already are messing with something you shouldn't. And like, this is like a, to them, this feels kind of like a slap across the face about uh, what she was The other saw. thing, yeah. Yeah. Am <laughs> yeah. I like giving up my influence over you for you to like take a powerful blow then? I know that normally that's just to mark a condition, but. I mean, that does sound very, very tasty to me is the yes. thing. So, okay. yeah. you know, let's, let's go with that. I'm erasing my influence over Phantom. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, let me see that power. Wait, I'm also blow. going to mark a condition um, because I'm being confronted with my shame. Damn, <laughs> comboed. Oh, God. Gonna, so I'm going to have three conditions combo. as I uh, will shake off a blow. I didn't realize uh, Junie had an infinite. <laughs> if that was too much, we can roll it back, but. No, it's uh, fine. How many conditions are you at after that? Uh, three. Ah, that's fine. That's normal. <laughs> okay okay that is an eight so you pick one option you lash out verbally uh provoke a teammate to foolhardy action or take advantage of your influence to inflict the condition uh you give ground your opposite your opposition gets an opportunity i'm not sure about that one um and you start opportunity past to, to tell someone hey you need to check on phantom <laughs> you know I'm, yeah maybe. i'm i'm good with that i think phantom hears that kind of looks at juni wide eyes and look and just feels super upset and then just like walks off like like I'm sure there's a door to where like like a back room or something and Fanny just goes in there and slams the door and just like goes off to sulk out of like view of everyone else. I think Quinn's gonna have to follow you. Uh, I I pull a chair out and I just sit down wherever I was standing in the parlor. There's going to be a look at Mystic as Quinn goes to uh to follow Phantom. Okay, so we have uh, Phantom and Quint going into the back. Uh, we have Espanto and Mystic still in the main, like dining room type area. Um, okay, so Phantom, as you walk back there, you see that um, it's a little more spacious back here than the building might suggest. Um, you're in a pretty decently sized hallway with uh, stairs leading both up and down. And a couple rooms on either side of the hall. Um, I think. Fa- oh, sorry. oh, go go ahead. I think Phantom's going to uh, 
go where they feel most comfortable. So they're going to start heading up to see if they can get like up on the roof. Yeah. Um, I'd say this building's like three stories. Okay. And this will take you all the way to like the rooftop, uh, the little rooftop exit. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> and Quinn, I'm going to assume it's not hard to follow the sort of, uh, what I can only assume is the roiling storm of emotions that is Phantom right now. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Uh, I, I will follow like slowly, like give them some space before uh, following. Uh, but yeah, uh, Quint will go follow them up to the wherever it is that they are. Okay, uh, Phantom, as you walk out onto the um, onto the rooftop. Uh, the rain's just as hard up here as it is anywhere else, except there's no real semblance of cover. Uh, there's no, like, you know, buildings to stand next to and get hit slightly less. Um, but you do get a pretty decent view of the city. Um, you're in an, a, a portion of this Rancho Pasillo that is um, not where the super tall buildings are. You can see a couple, like, through the rain. You can just, like, vaguely see some glittering lights suggesting like skyscrapers. Um, but it seems like in your area, three stories is about the tallest anything gets. Okay. Yeah, I think Phantom goes to sit on the edge. Yeah. Um, easy enough. Uh, next to where you're sitting, um, it actually looks like there's uh, um, kind of like chisel marks into the brick. Like someone sits here and like... Uh, uh, it's like how people like, you know, carve initials into trees or whatever, but it's just in this brick. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to be a complete image yet. It looks like somebody's working up here when they're chilling. Mm, okay. Uh, and Quint, when you get up here, you see Phantom sitting on the edge. Cool. Uh, Unless Phantom Quint turned is... invisible. But, no, yeah. I think Phantom's not <laughs> invisible. It's one time. Uh, does this building have anything like uh cool decorative gargoyles by chance say that one more time uh i was wondering if this place has like cool decorative gargoyles or anything like that this building doesn't there is one like there there is i don't want to say like a gargoyle but like a statue on the rooftop next to you okay that's just like of a person uh then quint is gonna go and sit on the edge uh near phantom and just go uh you know if you're looking for the old gargoyle therapy i know a few places you can check out back at home (laughs) i think you can tell that phantom's been crying and like trying to wipe their face but it's also pouring out (laughs) it's a great day for rain (laughs) i'm i'm fine you know i can tell you're lying right yes i know that but i i thought i would still try that's foolish i guess you're usually smarter than that i guess these days i'm acting pretty foolish so you want to tell me what that was all about uh you and mystic seem to be at odds i want you quinn but i'm just afraid being afraid is pretty normal for our line of work. No, I'm afraid if you if you know the truth, you won't want to be with me anymore. You really ought to give me more credit than that, Phantom. 
I think Phantom reaches out and puts one of their hands over his foot, not really looking at him, just still staring off out to the city. I, you know how I've, I'm gone sometimes for quite a while. Do you mean how you've disappeared on us uh, at least one dimension? Yeah, I've been working on something, and... I'm assuming by working you mean stealing. In a manner of sense. And Junie discovered what I've been doing, and she didn't really... I, I mean, I can't blame her for the way she reacted, but it seems to have caused some tension between the two of us, and what she just said now... I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, but I know I, I can't stop. Not when I've gotten so close. Why can't you stop? Because, because if I stop now, I'll never forgive myself for not seeing it through. I, I have to do this. I think Phantom turns to look at Quinn. If, if someone you cared about uh, uh, Quint is going to shush Phantom here and just, you don't have to tell me what it is that you are doing because it sounds like you have an idea of how I might react. So instead, let me just tell you this. If it's something that you feel like you need to do, that you need to see it through, then see it through and damn anyone, uh, who thinks otherwise. And Deal with the consequences. That might be a comfort and support. And that might be also a terrible idea. Uh, comforts and supports can be terrible ideas. You want to roll it? Yes. I also do have angry marks, so this is not going to go well. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm rolling at a minus three, so... I'm sure well, it'll be fine. All that means is that you definitely won't get a full, full hit. Well, I do have influence over you, so at least I am... No, wait, oh? no, it's still a minus three. <laughs> okay. So yeah. I have a mundane of minus two. Oh my god. Uh, and, <laughs> and angry. Minus two so angry. minus four total. And then, <laughs> and then plus, plus one. one it's still okay. minus three. <laughs> uh, All right, let's see that. Let's see that nice red number. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one. That's that a is, one. That is one, yep. My god. Uh, On the bright side, uh, that isn't an advancement, so I get to have my cool thing that I've been wanting for a little while. Okay, how does this go wrong? Um, is it possible that this goes wrong by working too well? Oh. I, I'd be very okay with that. Yeah, love those. Love those ones. Uh, so no marking potential or clearing conditions or shifting labels for Phantom. No team added to the pool, no cleared conditions for Quint. But, you know, maybe maybe Phantom is, uh, how you say, uh, galvanized into this uh, current path. Thank you for encouraging this. Hopefully it won't backfire. It'll <laughs> be fine. Thank you, Quint. I think, I think you're right. I, should I do frequently this. am. Please don't ruin the moment. <laughs> no, but I mean it. Thank you. It's it's something I need to do, and knowing I have your support means a lot to me. I hope I hope Junie can forgive me one day. 
guess we'll find out. Uh, that feels like a decent place to pull away. Um, if neither of the two of you have anything else. No. Yep, I'm good. Okay. Um, Espanto Mystic, what are you two up to back in the uh, main room? Uh, I have a question. Uh, those uh, flirting with specs and maybe hurting the feelings of Phantom Countess taking full hearty action without talking to my team? Um, I think so. I think that, yeah, I, I'll count it. Uh, then, yeah, I'm going to clear and secure and continue flirting mercilessly, mercilessly with specs. Uh, am I still in the cube is the big question. Yeah, if um, if Phantom left the cube here, then uh, yes. But specs is like now sitting down mm-hmm. at the table, like mm-hmm. uh, so hands folded, you. hands folded over each other, kind of like looking at the cube. Uh, I I think uh, I think Spanta's standing up, but she's leaning against the cube, like very casual, like uh, in a way that no one has casually ever done. Um, <laughs> like moving her hip to the side, like oh, so like tell me all about yourself. Oh well, you know I'm a uh, as as you may have uh, heard I'm the one and only uh, Spectre PI, um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you are in a very small box. I am. Do you think you could figure out how to get me out of the small box? Unless oh, small I'm boxes sure are you? I... No, <laughs> wait, that's not how that works. Never mind. Uh, I think they they kind of laugh and they go. Well, you know, I usually go for people taller than me, but... Uh, get me out of here and we'll see. I'm pretty sure I'm taller than you. <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get a chance to check, so uh, based on current evidence, you are not. Hmm. That's a challenge. Um, I can definitely figure something out to get you out of here. And but it's probably it going to require be... my tools. Sure, it would be very much appreciated. Um, great. The problem is that my tools are in my office. Okay, let's go to your office. Okay. Um, they stand up, uh, flick the candy cigarette into a nearby uh, trash bin. God, you're adorable. <laughs> and uh, they look <laughs> over at uh, Mystic. I'm just brooding at a table, ripping up a, a placemat. <laughs> you know, a walk in the rain might do you some good. Sure. Ah, come on. It'll be fun. If you say so. She's standing up. Uh, Specs picks up the cube and uh, kind of like, because uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Charlie said it was like attached to Phantom's shoulder. Uh, I um, had said it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it can like come off or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, like uh, I'm saying that Specs doesn't have a rig for it to attach mm-hmm. to. That's fine. You can hold me in your hands. Wink. Is the wink even visible? Because you're so tiny. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> oh. Specs says they have good eyesight with the new glasses. So there you go. <laughs> prescription. So right, I'm sure. I'm oh, sure they got um, it. that's the thing. I did forget to directly mention. Um, Specs isn't wearing glasses. Oh God. <laughs> um. Great. God, this fucking door. <laughs> I love them. I mean, it is a phantom, so... Uh-huh. Their name is Specs, wow. but they don't have glasses. Uh-huh. Rude. But you're correct. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a, a, a zag, but they are not wearing glasses. 
Um, and in fact, most of the time, the upper part of their face just isn't visible. It's completely like shadowed by their hat. Of course. As is proper. Um, and uh, Specs is going to pick up the cube, kind of head tilt to Junie and walk out. I go with them. So uh, Specs kind of takes things at a leisurely pace walking around. Um, are we carrying the- umbrellas in the rain or are we just in the rain? <laughs> Uh, you can have grabbed an umbrella if you want to. There are a couple by the door. Uh, Specs did not. I think I did. It's the. Does that mean there's no rain getting inside the box, or I guess it has um, glass the windows? Is, is glass, yeah. Yeah. yeah the okay. The box is. Yeah, I'm. I feel like it would just be too miserable just to be glowering in the rain without an umbrella. So I have one. <laughs> uh, Specs kind of walks half in, half out. Um, of of the umbrella radius, and they look over at you, uh, Junie, and they say, "So, uh, you're uh supposed to be Cyprus, is that right?" Yep. No, oh, I don't see it. I think I think uh, Junie makes a face, and she's like, uh, thinking about um Cyprus's face. I guess he's wearing glasses, right? But like, she's like. Like the thing when people tell you that your siblings don't look like you, but you know that they actually do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, I guess she takes off her visor and she's like, do you see it now? Because um, that, you know, it is a, it's like a, a mask in a superhero thing. It, it makes it so you cannot recognize a person. Uh, a little bit. I see it a little bit. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you all come from some other world or whatever. What's it like? Um, uh, more uh, colorful than this one? Yeah. Less <laughs> people narrating their lives. Ugh. Yeah, I know. It's a bummer. Um, I guess you said that there aren't very many people with powers here? No, yeah. Um, we're pretty new. Uh, in fact, these, uh, ghost situations that have been cropping up that we deal with. Um, those only started in the last, I want to say 10 years. And I was ready for you to say months or something like that. I don't know. She's putting her visor back on. No, it's 10 years, but they've been getting bigger over time. And especially in the past little while. Um, but the first that we know of again, that we know of, uh, first people with abilities like, yours and yours and mine were after that only in the past 10 years people have had powers here uh yeah pretty much why is that short um well in our world people have had them for generations that explains why you're all so good with them Eh, shake of a hand i've only had mine for i guess six months or so now yeah don't really like the hero deal just doing it because I have to. Wow, I don't think I knew that, Espanto. Oh yeah, I have only been going out like a couple a couple weeks uh, before before Quinn recruited me. Wow. Well, you are really good with your abilities. Well, that's very nice of you to say. How's it How's it going inside the box? It's fine. I get to look at Specs, who's cute. <laughs> Even if most of their face is covered by co- covered by the shadow of their hat, but you know, I like what only, I can see. Yeah, it only adds to the 
Yeah, it's mystery. A mystery. <laughs> uh, Specs gives you a thumbs up. Oh, you're like, adorable. I want to kiss your cheek. <laughs> yeah, we can figure that out when you're full size again. Yeah, like I said, not really my thing, the small thing, but, you know, we'll make it work. <laughs> um, you walk up to a uh, small building um, and uh, Specs opens the door for uh, Junie. Uh, thanks. And I walk inside. Um, and uh, they follow in with the cube. And you see that this is one of those buildings that's like four offices for rent, like that kind of deal with the uh, the wood doors with the glass and the names on the glass. Um, and Specs walks over to the first floor door on the left, and you can see that uh, the, the glass is uh, emblazoned with uh, Spectre PI underneath it. And they unlock the door, open it, uh, motion you in and says, Welcome to Casa del Spectre. I do live here. Oh, yeah. Nice. I can't believe you're taking me to your bedroom. Wow. <laughs> so soon. I um, know. Look at them. <laughs> well, I'd say the night is young, but it's 10 a.m. I mean, technically the night is so young, it's not here yet. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, the inside of this is like absolutely like peak noir detective office there is like just a little bit of light filtering in through the windows but the room itself is dark and for the life of you you can't tell where that light is actually coming from because it's not light outside um there's like uh a little bit of smoke in the air that just like adds to the atmosphere but again it's not like real like there's no like smell or anything and there's approximately what looks like three filing cabinets welded together in the back behind the desk, um, which uh, Specs walks over to and starts uh, digging through the, the drawers of the desk. Uh, make yourself at home. Um, I'll just got to find my tools and then we can see about getting you out of there. Sounds good. She like lays on the floor of her little cube, <laughs> stretches out. I think I'm probably holding her. Uh, I guess, is there like a chair for like a client or something? I guess I go sit in that with Sponto in my lap. There's a, there's a sleek couch for um, clientele to like sit on while explaining their life's woes. And it's yeah. positioned Specs just at the angle that uh, Specs can sit at their desk, put their feet up and look to the side of them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Could Specs have like a pet cat that starts playing with a Sponto? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, it'd be. Yeah. And Junie has me in her hand. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, holding her. <laughs> I, I, I also don't. Oh, good. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say. I think while Specs is doing the things, she looks up at Junie. I'm like, okay, so you're gonna tell me what's going on between you and you know, uh, Phantom. Uh, um, I don't know if I really want to tell anyone exactly what's happening. Should I be worried? I am. Well, that you're the calmest person I know, so that doesn't fill me with. <laughs> Look at the people I know, Junie. I. Quint is pretty this, calm. What? I I do not trust Quint's calmness. That's not real. That's fake. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but you're usually level-headed and like 
you don't jump to things. That's usually me and Phantom. Sometimes Olivia. Oh, Shingo. <laughs> so, uh, Fabi bringing works well. <laughs> Sometimes Termite. The secret new uh, character. You! <laughs> the sixth member of Nova Squad. <laughs> me. Uh, Listen, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to. I honestly... And, like, you see something in her kind of go down for a second. Like, she was putting up a facade for most of this mission. I... I honestly don't know how much longer I'll stick with you guys. I don't think this is for me. Oh. I was trying to, like, make myself like it, this mission, and, like, agree with everything and be into it, but I don't know. I am enjoying myself, but it does feel a little fake. So I kind of want to do a move to, like, encourage us to talk, because, like, I'm not against, like, talking more, but I have a listener when you mm-hmm. pierce the mask of your love or rival, you can always let them ask you a question to ask them an additional question in turn, even on a miss. These additional questions do not have to be on the list. Forgot that you, that I was your rival. Yeah, this hasn't really come up. Yeah. Because um, I picked that and then Martina was not in the last arc. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I uh, I guess I'll just roll. Wait a second. I have a minus one. Yeah, I think I'll roll pierce the mask because i think i i want to ask you about that and i'm okay with you asking me more about it yeah. we'll just see um do i have influence over martina i don't uh you you do okay i'm giving it to you if i hadn't before yeah i, and think I don't this think conversations me giving you influence yes and this definitely is not um frustrating you so i won't get mm-hmm. the bonus for that but um yeah. okay seven yeah um so that means i can ask you two questions because of my move um, yeah, I think I'm just going to, um, let me see what the move says. Uh, yeah, I guess, like, I'm asking, like, what do you intend to do being like, oh, like, what do you think you're going to do after this? I honestly don't know. I don't know if, like, you're allowed to stop, right? Uh, I kind of just want to go back to my life and not have to deal with this, but I have these powers, so, like, it feels like the right thing to do to help people. I know exactly I what know. you mean. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if I could trust someone to, like, give them to, if even that was a possibility, or, like, I don't know. I actually have no idea what I'm going to do, Junie. I'm just I'm just going through the motions. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've never seriously thought about stopping, but I have no idea what I would do if I did. I don't, yeah, like... I don't want to, but... I, I have... Think- yeah, go for it. I think about my grandfather, and he he did this until he died. Um, with all due respect to your grandfather, that sounds terrible. Yeah, i I want to have a normal life. I want to, and I don't even know what normal means. I want to train people and do shows and make and work out and have fun with people. But I don't want this this responsibility on my shoulders that I've had since I got these powers. I don't want to feel that every moment that I'm not out here doing something, I'm I'm failing everyone. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean. My uh, my one of my mentors was uh telling me that he thinks I shouldn't do sidekick stuff anymore. That I'm too busy to keep up with it. And I said, no, I want to keep doing it. And I don't know. It's been weird. I've been doing it by myself. My 
my original mentor has been, you know, out of the picture lately and it's fine. Cause I don't, I don't need him like I used to, but <sighs> it's just a lot. What, what psychics? This is not, this is in character. It, it's, um, I you know, know that Quinn and termites have mentioned her in that. Yeah. It's like a Aegis like sponsored, like hmm. young people, superhero training thing. It's like they, like when they, a superhero, <laughs> When a kid wants to be a superhero or, Mm -hmm. you know, a teenager and they, they get assigned a mentor and stuff. And like, I was like signed up for it because I obviously needed help, Uh, but people volunteer for it too. Um, I don't know. They don't have anybody that can do what I can do anymore right now. So I feel like it's important for me to help, but I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I haven't decided what I'm going to do except for that for the time being, I'm going to keep doing it, but yeah. I think that if it's something that you're passionate passionate about, something that you want to do, you should do it. Like, I mean, that's why I'm doing this. Yeah. This feels even more like something that like is important for me to do. This kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's not like I get you. It's not like there are eight other Nova squads doing the same thing that that we are. As far as I know, if they were. Honestly, I wouldn't feel the need to be doing this. I mean, maybe there's a group of other selves somewhere out there doing it, but certainly not from home. God, that would be... If we ever found that, that would have a very big... I don't know if crisis is the right word, but I would consider what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, like, it'd be like beating your other self for the first time all over again, only multiplied... I still don't. I still don't like meeting other selves. I've met like five now. It feels wrong. Not like they're wrong. They're their own person. But like meeting them feels wrong. Like I shouldn't meet them. Like we should live our own our own lives separate from ever seeing or knowing each other. Or maybe uh, that's just me. I think. I think Jeannie looks a little uncomfortable at that thought that it's wrong to do that uh and she says oh i've i've never felt that way i don't know i i've always i was i grew up so desperate to meet anyone like me because no one has my powers except for again bringing up my grandfather who had them and then wasn't around to help me and i really really struggled with them early on and then meeting other selves means i meet people frequently that have my powers and I've learned so much from them, and I don't know. I like it anyway. No, that's fair. Sorry if sorry if that offended you. No, I I get it though. I mean, like you said, like this isn't the thing for you. It. She laughs. It really isn't. I just. I don't know what I expected when I joined, but my heart isn't in it. I wanted to be in it. I won. I want to do this. I want to help people. I want I want to care about what we're doing. And I feel the responsibility to do it because if I don't do it, who will, right? But my yeah. heart just isn't in it. And it feels shitty that it isn't because I can see how much this means to everyone else here. And it pisses me off that it does not mean the same to me. I don't know. I, you also... Like you said, fell into this so recently. Yeah. I don't know. I've been in it for years, and at least in 
having powers for a while and I don't know. I accepted that this was something I needed to do a long time ago and I do feel like a like some fulfillment from doing it and I mean that's part of why I'm doing it. I also I also like can't really stop. I I can't my powers have to be used. Mm-hmm. Like I can't it's part of why I I had to had to get signed up for psychics in the first place is it just trying to hide them and not use them it just makes them build up even worse and harder to make them harder to control and all that and so i do it but i like doing it which is why i agreed to do nova squad i don't know it's always a weird balance but yeah um oh, i got you and i feel a responsibility with I don't know what to do about Phantom. I, it's another thing where it's like, I am a person who could do something about it, but I don't even know, I don't know what should be done. And I feel like Phantom has to decide what to do, but it, I don't know. Uh, if, if it feels like it's a Phantom thing, then it's probably a Phantom thing. Just let it I, happen, I guess. But it's, it feels terrible to me. Mm. But and like, you you told Phantom this? Yeah. Yeah, and I... they still are doing it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I... Obviously, I could stop it. I could use my powers to destroy whatever they were building, but, like... If that would be the same as you destroying your friendship with Phantom, I assume. I don't know if I already started... Point doing that but yeah I, and i don't i don't use my powers on other people like that mm-hmm. i could but i don't i think at the end of the day it falls into what's more important to you do you is it more important to you to keep somewhat the stability of the steam and your relationships with people in them or is is it more important to you to stop whatever phantom's doing regardless of the consequences you could also always just ask them to stop and see if, like, you seem, it seems like it's something important, but if you ask them to stop, I don't know. It's, maybe something they that, it's something that they've been working on, like, for months, and everywhere we go, they pick something up to use for it, and I know them, and I know that they've probably been thinking about it for They've been thinking about doing this thing for a really long time. Hey, your your um, listener question lets me ask you a question back, right? Whatever you want. These additional questions yeah. do not have to be on the list. I think she looks it down and then looks at you and says, has to do with Ollie, doesn't it? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah. I kind of don't want to know more. Yeah. And I don't even know who else on the team would know about the Ollie stuff. Well, then Quinn? Like, they're pretty close. Yeah, maybe Quint knows. I just, you know, Phantom is open about some stuff and not open about other things, which is why nobody else knows about this project. Or maybe maybe Quint knew the whole time, but Phantom act, acted like no one else did when I saw it. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't see Quint just being okay with it either. But it's not my place to tell him. I maybe yeah, shouldn't even I, have said what I I guess I shouldn't have said what I said earlier, but 
Sorry. I don't know. I was mad, and you're allowed to be mad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't fucking know, Junie. I'm like, I assume I... you haven't told Termite. Yeah. I mean, not that much time has passed since I found yeah. out about it, and then I my she's, she's she's not feeling well right now, and so huh. I can't talk to her about it because, like, I don't know. I, hey, I don't want to put hey, anything else on her. Tiny as fun to putting her hands up to the glass. Hey, it's gonna be fine. Take a deep breath for me, and then out. Okay. <sighs> Once this mission's done, I think you should talk to Olivia. You can tell her as Sarah again. <laughs> <laughs> ah, who's Olivia? It's your fault. It's the first name in your Discord. Uh, I blame you. All of your names are the first names. <laughs> yeah, but that's really fun. Anyway. <laughs> when when we go back for the mission, you should talk to Sarah. How much you tell her is up to you, but I think it's going to do you good to share this with her. And then after that, I don't know. We'll see what you two decide to do. I have a feeling that even if you destroyed whatever Phantom is, doing, they would just go and build another one and make sure that you wouldn't know it. Yeah. So unless, like, your plan is to put Phantom in prison or something? Yeah. Yeah. I think all you can do at this point is prepare for whatever this is and try to minimize the collateral damage and yeah, telling it's... telling Sarah will help. Yeah. Are you uh, comforting or supporting? <laughs> uh, probably. I would yeah, say so. yeah. I'll roll a I laugh because I know you did game face recently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll comfort and or support. Yeah, you got you. influence over me. I have influence over you. Uh, I still have angry, so that's going to be a minus two. Does it mark it automatically or do I have to mark it? I don't remember. It, it does auto. auto. Okay, cool. With the labels. And my mundane bonus one. Uh, you know what? Sure. I'm going to once per session switch my freak with my mundane and make my freak one. And I'm sorry, make my freak minus one. I think this is her like dropping the espanto and switching to mundane. So my mundane is two. That's right. We had this whole deep conversation with uh-huh. you as like a little scary ghost. Yeah. <laughs> That doesn't bother Mystic. <laughs> oh, that's an eight. Oh, nice. Yeah, I would love to uh, clear one of these things that I have. Um, afraid, guilty, or insecure. Um, I think I'll clear afraid. I think knowing that, like, that Espanto, like, has that Martina like has my back and that she thinks I should talk to other people. It seems like less scary than like not having anyone know anything about it. Even knowing just like Phantom's doing something. It's like enough. Yeah. I I guess I say Martina, I really appreciate this talk. I I don't feel so lost anymore. Yeah, I'm glad. It's just, you know, Phantom was like my first like real friend in a long time and it's scary to that we're like losing our friendship over this friendship comes and goes but i think i don't know i feel like this won't be the end of your friendship 
we'll see when all the pieces are done. But if if fandom's still your friend and this goes as bad as I think it's gonna go, they're gonna need someone there to help them pick up the pieces. Yeah, they let me back in. I'm sure they will. Once they realize they messed up. I hope they realize they messed up. They're messing up, we'll mess up. Yeah, they're in the process of messing up. Love it. Fucking geniuses. Anyway, where's Specs? I need to flirt with them a little more. <laughs> uh, Specs has been sitting over at the desk for the past, like, ten minutes. You like fandom too? <laughs> eh, they're cute, but, I don't know, their personality is not my best. <laughs> I do like their, you know, they're my type physically. Hens points at Specs. <laughs> How are you doing, Kiwi? Am I going oh, to be um, in this? No, yeah, I've, I've got my tools. Hell yeah. I just I didn't want ready. to interrupt. It. Yeah. That's, um, you, I appreciate it. You are kind and sweet, and I will kiss your cheek when I'm out of here. <laughs> okay. So, I should definitely have a monologue for that about, like, these two strangers hashing it out, hashing out their feelings. and so, <laughs> um, But also, I think Specs knows when the camera isn't on them. <laughs> Malware, yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, Specs stands up, uh, hands behind their back and kind of like leans forward a little bit and goes, uh, Mystic, was it? Could you stand up and hold, uh, our friend, uh, Espanto out in front of you? Like, like with my hands like this like and she's doing it? Okay. Um, make sure you have a real good grip on the bottom and the top of the box. Okay. Now. <laughs> just holding it like a hamburger. <laughs> yeah. Um Esponto, am I correct that you can go intangible? Correct. Okay. You're going to want to do that. Okay. Okay. Done. Done? Okay. Yeah. Specs pulls out a hammer. Great. <laughs> Best tool. Wait, and why am I holding it if you're gonna <laughs> You have to hold it so it doesn't go flying across the room. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. It was a pleasure okay, to know you, Junie. Maybe I should hold it against the ground. Like, I just don't know why it wouldn't get just knocked out of my hands if you hit it hard. How strong do you think I am? How strong do you think I am? I'm the strong one. Come on! Bring it! Uh, Specs uh, leans in and, like, shatters the glass on one side. And because you're intangible, it, like, all passes right through you. Um, And, like, uh, in just like a cloud of purple, you, like are forcefully ejected full size from the, the cube. Does the cube also, like, expand out and make a bunch of rubble in the middle of this roof? Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Go! Um, and uh, Specs pulls their hat up and wipes their brow off in such a clean motion so that the shadow on their face is, like, cut made by their arm for that brief moment and then puts the hat back down immediately. <laughs> It goes, another case, neatly solved by Spectre P.I. Shini very cartoonishly looks around at all the rubble that is not neatly cleaned up yet. So you said your bedroom is upstairs, right? Junie, you know how to make your way back? Oh my god. Are you serious? Oh. uh, (laughs) Well, uh, Spectre's like, yeah. We'll we'll talk after we have to get back to the cold open. Fine. I feel like something's going to happen soon. Okay. Precogs. 
adorable, but always something under mine. Um, uh, Quint and Phantom, you hear the door opening behind you. Um, the door opens, and you see uh, Sarah throwing her apron to the side inside and walking out and then stopping when she sees you two. Hi. Oh, hey. Um, you know, I think uh, Quint, not you, the other one, is looking for you too. Yeah, yeah, of course. We should, it, it's, it's pouring out here, we should go back inside. Is it? Is, oh, it's probably not like this where you're from, huh? Raining all the time? Yeah. So it's always like this here? Yeah. Huh. I mean, as far as I know. That's fascinating. I never considered a dimension where it was raining perpetually. I wonder how that impacts the environment. Um, it's pretty much just in the city, though. Like, you, you go a couple miles outside the city limits and it is merely overcast. Interesting. Like, that is definitely weird. Uh, but... Yeah, well, where we're from, we have, you know, weather. I'm going to assume you mean, I mean, we have weather, we just kind of have two. The one weather. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to assume you're saying you have more than two weathers. Yes. That is correct. Huh. Like, when was the last time you've seen the sun? Tell me you know what a sun is, right? I know what it is. Isn't that like, wouldn't that be like really bright, though? I mean, as long as you don't stare into it, it's pretty fine. Huh. I'm going to put off thinking about this until later. This is... I never thought that, you know, our dimension, well, I guess my dimension would uh, be a tourist attraction just for having a sunny day. Maybe I should sell tickets. You should always consider that each dimension is unique in its own way, and they each have their own appeal to people. And so people in other dimensions may find your dimension to be pretty strange and might find going there to be a similar experience to the way it happens when you go to different dimensions. Yeah, my dimension's pretty normal. I mean... Are you sure you have a, you can see the sun? That's weird. It's normal to you. No, it's just normal. Everyone else is weird. Anyway, Hero is looking for you. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess we'll head in. Yeah. Yeah. She, she sits down where you just were and pulls out a little, like, pocket knife and uh, starts scraping into the brick a, a bit. Uh, seems as though uh, she's on break. I think by the time that we reach uh, downstairs, Phantom stops blushing. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 have two flights of stairs to do that. That's that's a reasonable amount of time. <laughs> um and because it's fun, both groups arrive at the same time. Oh yeah. Uh to that's see That's a long makeout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's valid. Um, to uh see Might be more um, fun to have Phantom still blushing here. You know what? Sure. <laughs> uh Mr. Hero and Miedo are uh playing cards over the table. Um, it looks like war. It looks like they're just playing war, but they're acting like it's like something high stakes. <laughs> um, uh, Specs walks in from the door from outside and goes, and so both groups return together. Our uh, indefatigable leader announces something very 
very, very bad. And uh, uh, Quinn Harmony pinches the bridge of her nose and just says, it would be a lot easier to break bad news if you would stop hyping it up every single time. That really could take some getting used to. <laughs> Good thing I don't have any powers. You know, I, I agree. Anyway, as uh, as Spec said, I have some bad news to share. Um, although, you know, looking on the bright side of things, we do have, give or take, twice the hands to deal with it. Um, Miedo sensed that the big one is on its way. Uh, we have maybe maybe an hour tops. Um, we thought it was farther out, but uh, Cyprus believes that the uh, the unexpected entrance of another group through the Valerium has hastened the process of our uh, foe's arrival, or however he said it. So. I'm not going to demand that you do anything. You are all your own people, and I have We're no here to help. jurisdiction over you, but I'm going to uh, politely and formally request your aid in this matter. I mean, if you're going to formally request aid, I think there are forms, but uh, you'd have to talk to Thermite about that. He's trying to say that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. Quintus smiles. You get the same smile back. Um, and uh, she stands up, kind of spins her hat around her finger and says, okay, so we're not going into this completely blind. There are a couple points in the city where the uh, ghosts are more likely to push through. Um, and they kind of enter at this point. And then as you saw outside, they're kind of, you know, empty spaces. They, they take up space without being there. Um, they appear at these points and then move. So our best case against this thing, we presume it's going to enter at multiple points. We have three in mind. Oh. So we're going to need to divvy up a bit or have a plan to get from place to place quickly. Um, well, if I know where I'm going, I can teleport. Or I guess I can fly between places they're not far apart i don't know um it is a, no more than three blocks between each okay it's a bit of a jog especially in you know a high stress situation but you know you're not running a marathon here does no one here drive i mean people drive but we don't we don't have cars are there any cars that happen to be outside uh you didn't see any damn I was gonna go have Phantom Hotwire some cars, <laughs> and these are like these are like Model Ts or whatever, so it wouldn't be like hard. It's like just connect two wires or whatever, and then you're off. Hell yeah! Um, but no, you you didn't see any outside. Um, uh, uh, Quinn Harmony continues. Uh, she says, "So we need to divide into three teams. By my count, there are nine of us. So we're gonna need." I mean, the mo- what makes the most sense is three, three, and three. Yeah, that, that sure is math. Sure is. I guess my first question is, who among you works the best together? Um, who's 
abilities complement each other. We don't want to, you know, put everybody who can like we don't want to put one group full of non like lower combat people. SR heavy machinery, I think that's the phrase. Um, I don't know. Quentin fandom, do you two want to be together? Yes. All right. Um, in that case, um, and I can be with whoever. Um, if uh, she points at Quentin and Phantom and says, "If you two are going together, then uh, I'm going to have Cypress go with you." That makes sense. Also, if we're calling devs, I call Spacks. Just keep me motivated <laughs> during the fight. <laughs> okay. And oh, is your friend your uh, your Sarah not? Hmm, that does. We are going to have a team of two then. Yeah, she said she wasn't feeling well. Uh, is there a reason why your Sarah can't help? It's too dangerous. Does she? Hmm. She's not trained. She doesn't have powers. And oh, why isn't she trained? Seems yeah, like that's... a big deal. Yeah, that sounds like an oversight on your part. We've tried, and it hasn't been pretty with hmm. people who don't have any way to, you know. Well, properly counterattack the ghosts. Well, well, Phantom doesn't have powers, and they don't need them. Uh, Phantom, I believe, has a ghost cage, however accurate, and also floats. Well, Phantom has their brain and their gadgets. Uh, you know, tell you what, uh, why don't we switch out Cypress here, and we'll take Sarah. Yeah. She, like, stares at you. Are you sure she shouldn't come with someone who can make moats? Looking at Quint as I asked this question. I just didn't want to volunteer you to babysit if needed. Oh. Uh, all I'm saying is like she wants, she seems to want to help. That's all I'm saying. But I, I also don't want her to get hurt. But like, Look, is she in the room with us or is she upstairs? No, she, like, she's, she's still on the roof. All right. Well, I, I guess I don't really want to, looking around, uh, I guess I don't really want to talk about her without her here. Uh, Quinn Harmony says, you're right, and seeing that there are other versions of her that can fight means that we probably should start more proactively looking for a way. But again, we have, at maximum, an hour. Yeah. I think it comes down to, if you really think having her next to you is going to be beneficial, Mystic, I trust you, but personally, I don't think I'd be able to keep an eye on her during this. Yeah, but I think you should all try to train her again. We Just will. try. I I promise you, we will. Okay. But uh, who? What what team do you want me to on? Just, <sighs> so just let me know. If we have Cyprus, other Quint, and Phantom on one team. And we have Espanto and Specs. Uh, and I and I can teleport a few blocks quickly. Okay. I I can move around if you need me. Just okay. I'm going to send Miedo with Espanto and Specs, and Mystic. Uh, you and I can handle the last one. Okay. Does that sound good to everybody? Any objections? Uh, could, could you just write out those teams? Uh, I, yeah, I, I have them in the chat. I'm, I'm finishing them up right now. I just want to double check. You want the team 
that I'm in to be slimmer, even though I can go move around to other teams. Cypress but I'm also is- fine with staying put. Uh, Cyp- Cypress can as well. We have two people who can rotate. So we, okay. we can, we can, um, and we have radios. Okay. Yeah. So do we. Oh, good. Okay. So those are the, uh, prospective teams Cypress, Quentin, Phantom. Uh, I guess I should, you know, if I'm being across the board, Occultist, Quentin, Phantom, uh, Espanto, Spex, Miedo, and Mystic, and Mr. Hero. Uh, I was serious about taking Sarah. I know you were. Uh, once she's done carving up on the roof, why don't we go and ask her if she wants to come along? It's not happening. Who said that? Mr. Hero said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really need to have more faith in your friends. And Quint is staring daggers at her. I mean, it's not an easy choice. What, but what went wrong in the past? What happens what what do these things do? I, I still don't really understand that part. This place used to be a lot busier. Uh, can we have uh, Sarah dramatically show up during this uh, tense moment? Um, yeah, uh, she's like, I, th- I think maybe the characters don't know it, but I think uh, she's like ear against the door going into the back rooms, like uh-huh. listening through the door. Thanks. Uh, so Quint is... Uh, so Quint knows of- she's there, right? <laughs> Especially if he's feeling feelings right now, some pretty strong feelings. Yeah, uh, pretty strong feelings of some anger, but there is also some like there's some guilt mixed in of like, you know, pressing the issue because she know she knows all this. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm assuming if Mister Hero has my power set, then uh, she also knows that Sarah's on the other side of that door. Yeah, you haven't gotten any confirmation on whether. Uh, she has the emotional part. You know, she has the weapons part. Uh, so Quint is going to just loud, more loudly, just go, uh, if she wants to come, we'll we'll take her along. And you're not going to be able to stop us. Look, either way, we're wasting time talking about this. If she wants to come, then she'll probably figure something out. But we have to get moving. We have to get into positions because, again, this could spring at any time. Cool. Hey, uh, Sarah, you want to come in now? I know you're there. Uh, she does not move. All right. Well, invitations out there. No, I am sure if she wants to, she she'll find a way. Um, Phantom, could you leave your, or at least a couple of your weird Pokeball things here, just you know, out and visible for no reason at all? Yeah, I can do that. Awesome. Phantom will set a few down. And and those are just, you know, mostly throw, right? Don't have to do any kind of weird math to use them? No. The building them is the more complicated part. Using them is simple and easy. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and removing someone from them after you accidentally trap them would could also be difficult, but... That's okay. Specs figure it out using science and the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mostly just a hammer. I'm sure there were sighing involved in choosing the hammer. I mean, if all you have is a hammer. As Specs goes, no, I had other things. I wanted to use the hammer. God, you're adorable. <laughs> she, like, wraps an arm around him. Who's so cute? This is, you know, <laughs> this is a weird experience. I'm not used to seeing this in reverse. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, so why don't we head out? Yes. Okay. So Quint, Phantom, Occultist, um, you you three head to the point by the Uptown Bridge, um, and uh, Occultist nods and looks at you like I'll 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 lead you there. Um. Okay, and Espanto, Spex, Miedo, uh, you should both you should all go uh i'll have you go to the uh the base of the uh adler tower that's another incursion point sounds good adler. Uh, mystic you and i uh will be right outside our own front door um well about a block north but you know we only have to walk a block okay all right keep in touch on the radios at the first sign of any incursion, let everyone know. And uh, she thinks for a second and pulls out two devices, um, hands one to Mystic and the other to Espanto. Um, they're like, they're almost like little, like, switchblade looking things. Hmm. Okay. Um, and she says, all right, these are not as good as a cultist can cut the tears open, but they'll do. Um, when you see the silhouette, just get in there and give it a long slash diagonal is best. And that'll open the tear and we can deal with the problem. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Any last questions? Who are you going to call? Nova squad. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> is there something strange? All right. Make your peace, Void Patrol. Let's go save the city. Yeah. And uh, she uh, puts the hat on and walks out. So uh, we're just going to cut to everybody in positions, unless somebody wants to talk to somebody on the way there. I'm good. Uh, I'm just mercilessly flirting with specs. We don't have to (laughs) show that. Expected. That was fully anticipated. You know, when I was making specs, I was like, somebody is really going to like them. Yeah. <laughs> I love specs. Specs great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. I guess I, uh, I, I'm talking to Mr. Hero. What, what, um, what pronouns right now for this character? Uh, he, him currently. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I, I'm like, we're not going very far, I guess. Right. So we just like go one block up. Yeah, you two pretty much sit on a park bench a couple over, and it has, like, an overhang. Um, um, but yeah, you, you can pretty easily just post up here and wait. Okay. I guess I, I'm like, so you said occultists just can open these rifts and everything? That's right. You might have seen it when you were Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I wasn't sure what he was doing at the time, but, and I saw him close it. I would have liked to practice before we're doing this. Uh, so I don't know much about the opening theory. Um, it's a little over my head. Uh, but I know for the closing, what he's doing is essentially, um, it's like bandaging or it's like a, like a scab. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot. Um, I also know that the, uh, the tear is not gone when he does that. At least not immediately. Yeah. Um, but he hides it 
And yeah. people who walk through it, there's like a little bit of a chill, but they otherwise won't notice it and they won't get freaked out by the sight of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I should, I, I'll try it if we, hopefully we get there, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if you have anything in your, uh, kit that'll, I don't know, barrier something in <laughs> kit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very good at barriers. Okay. But good. that wasn't what, that wasn't what he was doing, but also we could try that. I don't know. Um, again, I don't, don't ask me to explain the theory of it. All I know is that it's like, he said that it's kind of like that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you could radio him and ask. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try it. And then you said this thing can do it too, holding up the, the device. Yeah. Uh, that'll open it. Um, that won't close it, but closing it is actually less of a problem than opening it. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like the subtle knife. <laughs> I, I got it. Yeah. You know, oh, it's like a, it's like a book series. Anyway, oh, not a big um, deal. I'm, I am really sure that that was very funny, and I just don't have the. Oh, it wasn't funny. It's just a <laughs> comparison. Anyway, I, I'm not the funny one on the team. Are comparisons not funny? Uh, I, I don't know. She's like thinking about like suddenly just randomly thinking about what the differences in like comedy must be like. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, she sits forward, kind of elbows on knees, and glances back at you and says, I really don't want to leave her behind, you know? Look, all I, I don't want you to put her in danger if none of you besides her think it's worth it. But I don't know. I saw a girl really want to help and be told she can't. And I don't know. It's weird because, like, I, at the, at, at, at the same time that I think, uh, I really don't want to hurt anyone with my powers. And so, but not having powers makes it harder not to hurt them. But I also understand that there are a lot of, at least where I'm from, even when there's a lot of people with powers, there's still a lot of great superheroes that don't have powers. And so you don't need them to help. But also, if you're saying that, like, this stuff is way too dangerous for, a mundane person to help with, then I guess I have to believe all of you, but I... I think... I just felt like I saw people being overprotective of her, is all. You're right. And I'm sure there is a solid way for mundane people who don't have our abilities to put up a fight against the ghosts, but we don't know what it is, and I'm not risking her to find out. I don't... You say risking her, I mean, this would be her decision. But I guess you're a team leader, so it's your decision too, but I don't know, just... Uh, my Sarah's one of the toughest people I know, and that's partially because she's literally super tough, literally, but, like, also, like, emotionally and everything, so, like, you know... I don't know. I just think you should train her so that if there's an emergency and your base gets attacked or whatever, she knows what to do. Yeah. I'm, At the very least. I'm going to. And you all have proven enough for me to do so already, but thank you for... Yeah, I just... Uh... <laughs> I, I I know that this is my decision, but it has also felt pretty bad that it was 
borderline unanimous. Yeah. I don't know. I I just care a lot about my Sarah and I I'd, I wouldn't want her opinion just to be shut out and I wouldn't want to be part of that. I certainly saw that uh occultist has strong feelings about uh, your Sarah not going out, but Mhm. I mean we we all have strong feelings about it one way or another. We've all you know, we've all lost people and we aren't particularly keen to see it happen again. Yeah. Again, I'm just a visitor here, so I uh, I, 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 trust me, I'm not I'm not blaming you or you know disregarding you or anything. I I get it. Yeah, but also if you, I mean if you have tools like this, maybe you can make more that she could use, or other people that want to help all of you. Gesturing with the the splinter opening thing. Mm-hmm. You're right. I think when we're done today. I'm going to have a nice big Sunday and clear my mind about it. Think through it with everything you and your friends have said. And knowing us will probably come to the conclusion that you have presented. So when did you get your powers? I know that it's like a recent thing for the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was about 10. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like that for me. Mm -hmm. Kind of uh, a first wave type thing. Yeah, I. That must be wild. I've always lived in a world where there are powers. See, always. I mean, sure, we're you know we're the first people growing up with them, but so I've I've you know, and I don't really remember much from before I was ten. But so I've basically always lived with them, just not. Yeah. Uh, uh but you know what I mean. Hmm. So your style for this, I, I just so I can help and i think we don't have to keep talking about it but, yeah, you know, yeah. like what mr hero's style is so that uh mystic can help um but i think she explains that like she's not she usually does not do like the most offensive things she does like barriers and stuff but also will do offense if needed just not her first try for anything yeah and mr hero assures that he definitely has the offense handled <laughs> um and i think if you're all right with it, we're going to pan over to, um, we're going to pan over to, uh, let's do Espanto Specs and Miedo as they arrive at their spot. Um, I believe I had you going to, uh, the base of Adler Tower, which is this mm-hmm. big old skyscraper. Um, you get there, uh, Specs posts up, uh, under a, under a streetlight. Just kind of leaning on it all cool. God, oh, they're so cool. Accentuating the shadows from the hat. Yeah, exactly. Kind of casting them down across the whole body. I want that tongue obliterated by me. <laughs> She's saying to fucking Miedo. Miedo just like gives you a look. <laughs> Listen, that might be edited out in the final, uh, <laughs> final cut. <laughs> um, but uh, Miedo's just like, all right, we should be good to go. Um, I heard you fought the one of these earlier, so you probably know yeah. what you're doing. You don't need me to tell you. Yeah. Can you Instead, remind me what your powers were? Uh, well, I can detect the mm. ghosts coming in. Um, I can hit them pretty effectively. Um, slightly more effectively than a normal person's fists. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm uh, a champion underground boxer. If okay. that counts as a power. 
Okay. I think we can tag team them then. Yeah, you said you're a wrestler, right? Yeah. All right, pin him down. Let me get some hits and we should be good here. Sounds good. Do you want to practice on specs? <laughs> uh, I'd rather not. But okay. uh, specs does a little like like a shrug motion. I'll take care of you later. Uh, and specs is going to be like, I'll just be over here. Um, mm-hmm. I hope you don't mind a little uh, color commentary. Listen well, I might tell you something. Yeah. Staying here, I would not be able to hear, you know, whenever you're describing things, calling me pretty, saying there's an enemy coming nearby. I need I need to keep that there. Some or all of those may be happening, yeah. Aw, sweetheart. And uh, then we're going to do a pan over to Occultist Quint and Phantom as you head to the Uptown Bridge. Um, Occultist is pretty quiet unless one of you starts talking to him. So what do you guys have against Sarah? We don't have anything against Sarah. <laughs> it doesn't really seem that way. You're holding back someone that is just so enthusiastic about the chance to save people, and you're not letting her? You said you tried to train her before. What exactly went wrong? We tried to train people before. Um, uh, not even her? I'm not here. Sorry. <laughs> I, I think and I heard that, Mr. Gilling somewhere. <laughs> and that did include her before we shut it down because it proved very ineffective. It felt like for a while, no matter what we did, nothing that we could teach could do anything. It couldn't affect the ghosts? It didn't seem to be able to, and even if it had some slight effect, it wasn't enough to slow them down before people got hurt. The quickest, safest method of eliminating the ghosts is, as far as we know, the means by which we operate. Open, trap, destroy, seal. Okay. Oh, you make it sound like you have tried a few other options. What sorts of things have you guys tried? Well, as a baseline, we tried martial arts. That didn't do terribly much. You have to have a special sort of constitution to really, you know, interact with the things and not get pretty severely hurt. Um, we've tried manufacturing the weapons that you saw that we passed out on a... Those things are weak on the ghosts. They only can do what they do because there's already a ghost in that spot pushing through the Valerium, and on the actual ghost, they have little to no effect, um, and making a stronger version has proven to be pretty disastrous itself. We just don't have the technology for it. Um... I've tried teaching some people magic. It also hasn't seemed to take. <laughs> I don't know why, but it hasn't. And I have, I have tried to teach Sarah magic and it did not work. Um, conventional weapons help a little bit, but not enough to justify being that close. So, any other suggestions? You seem to know a lot about this. I mean, I don't have experience with your particular ghosts, but there's usually some sort of weakness or thing that will help, and maybe you guys just haven't found it yet. 
Hmm. From the way you're needling, it sounded like you had some ace in the hole up your sleeve. But well, I mean, I was just going to throw phantom at this ghost and see what happens. Hey, what? I have complete faith in you. Thank you. I won't let you down. Um, I understand you're trying to protect Sarah. You don't want her to get hurt, considering everything you tried hasn't worked. And you know, I'm sure all of you would be upset if something bad happened to her. But I do agree with Quint to some degree. The harder you try and protect her and keep her from this, when she wants to be involved, the more likely she's going to try and find a way to help without your knowledge. And that could end bad. I think it's worth to keep looking or to find some way that Sarah can help that's not going to put her in danger. And it seems like you have convinced Mr. Hero to take up the same view. And so I'm sure when we're done here, assuming we are successful, that we will redouble our efforts. Don't worry. We haven't failed yet at helping people. Yeah, well, that makes one of us. Oh, the phantom goes quiet. (laughs) Welcome to the historic Uptown Bridge. You'll notice it is raised. It is always raised. We call it the Uptown Bridge because it doesn't come down. Uptown Bridge. She's been living like in the to... Uptown world. So am I am not there to yell at Quinn. Because <laughs> <laughs> that mean that no one can get over the bridge? There are other bridges, but nobody can get over this bridge unless, uh, I mean. Are you guys keeping it up on purpose? I, we're not. We don't have any control over it. That's the city. That seems weird. You know, um, I'll have to uh, put civic ordinance somewhere on my list of priorities, but it probably won't rank higher than three right now. I mean, we can try and bring it down now. I don't see what purpose it would serve other than uh, calling attention to where we are, which we don't want to do until we're fighting. It's just a weird feeling i have that why why is this bridge just hanging up here do you do you guys have video games is that a thing here what it's just uh when you come up against a locked door in uh, a video game then there's usually something important on the other side um and uh, yes play my post <laughs> yes that's true i mean Often things behind. Wait, wait, sorry. Let me try that again. That's true. The things I find behind locked doors are often valuable. (laughs) Not exactly where I was going, but um. Oh. I I guess what I'm just trying to say it's a weird coincidence, and I don't like it, and I want to see what's on the other side. Do you want me to carry you up there so we can see? I was just gonna go have you uh find the control uh control thing and. Bring it down. I mean, I can help you look when we're done. That just sounds easier. It's fun. <laughs> hey, stop trying to eat the plastic. And yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't do this where you're from? <laughs> <laughs> you don't just munch on plastic? <laughs> Weird. What do you eat? Well, like, we, we got ice cream and plastic. What else is there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's something else other than plastic? Weird. <laughs> um... No, uh, Occultus is actually thinking it over, and he's like, you know, lowering the bridge might actually prove beneficial once we're finished with the ghost. Because if we lower it, 
then whatever city officials come to, uh, you know, investigate the disturbance are probably going to go over there instead of where we're going. So, uh, how's that for, uh, how's that for killing two birds with one stone? Good enough for me. I'm excited. I love to mess with controls. (laughs) And, uh, time passes. Uh, you all find somewhere relatively dry nearby. Like there's like, you know, you, um, Mystic and Mr. Hero have the bus stop or the, the bench. Um, other people can find a bus stop or just like under a shop awning that is, uh, not immediately being rained on to wait. Uh, I'm waiting next to Specs, continuing to flirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Specs oh, you look being... so cute, wet. <laughs> Specs is being very cool and like, mm-hmm. uh, like kind of aloof, but like grinning. Yeah. Oh, I definitely give him the kiss on the cheek I promised earlier. Oh, I, I had assumed that had happened already. <laughs> I give him another one. Okay, for good luck. Um, so, um, I lied earlier. I am going to actually roll. <laughs> yes. I told, I told a big old lie. And I hope you all can forgive me. Never. But I am going to roll here. If I can find my dice tray. I cannot. Okay. Metal dice on desk. Here we go. Okay. Um, Mystic and Mr. Hero, um, a little ways down the street in front of you, um, there's this, like, you know, like, the the look of, like, a heat mirage over the highway? Like, the kind of shimmery, uh, uh, that sort of thing? Yeah. Um, that kind of appears, and you see, like, the rain forced out of this space. Um, but doesn't stop at this humanoid size you saw from the last one. It gets larger and larger and larger until it's maybe, I would say like a, like a big gorilla size and it's more amorphous than the humanoid one. Okay. Um, at, so you two see it first and uh, Mr. Hero stands up and summons one of uh, his guns. Um, at, about the same time, maybe like a second or two later, um, occultist Quentin Phantom, you see by the base of the raised drawbridge, uh, the same sort of thing, this huge mass shimmering into existence, invisible, but still blocking the rain. And uh, the last one to appear is the one by Espanto, Specs, and Miedo. Uh, Miedo, who had been sort of like hiding out of sight with... Uh, her stealth ability kind of materializes in on the other side of Espanto from where Specs is. And here we go. It's game time. Uh, except before we start, and this is uh, uh, how we're how we're ending this one. Um, Mystic, as you and Mr. Hero get up and prepare for the fight, um, running up to the side of the park bench and setting her hand on it and like kind of like tapping to be like, I'm here, I'm ready, is Thermite. And uh, she, sh- like, uh, she kind of like pulls her uh, big jacket forward, um, adjusts her respirator and says, feeling better, I'm ready, let's take this thing down.
Thanks for listening. In this dimension, Espanto, a.k.a. La Osa, a.k.a. Martina Bosquez, the Janice, is played by Fabi Garza. She can be found at at Fabi Garza or as a cast member of Eidolon Playtest. Junie Mystic Haraway, the Nova, is played by Siobhan. She can be found on Twitter at at Spellbound Mage, as direct impact on Splintered Vision on Protein City Comics, or at twitch.tv slash runaway sorcery. Phantom, the Brain, is played by Charlie. She can be found on Twitter as at Magical Pride, or on Sir Podcasts at at Prepod Engage, or at Devoid of Space. Quintessential Hero, the Soldier, is played by me, Eric. I can be found on Twitter as at PrimeFactorX01, and my work can be heard on the shows Arcadia California and Breathing Space Fading Frontier. Special Agent Thermite, the Soldier, is played by Olivia. She can be found on Twitter at at Livy Coddle, or heard on Breathing Space Fading Frontiers. Otherware is played in Masks, A New Generation, by Brendan Conway from Magpie Games at Magpie Official on Twitter. Our theme music is composed by Michael Freitag on Twitter as at Admiral Amara. The actions and opinions presented here belong to the individuals from this dimension only and are not representative of any other selves known or unknown. Otherware is not responsible for any side effect drifting produced by listening to this podcast. 